And so you've got a business that doesn't actually understand what it needs to be looking for. And you've got a marketing company that doesn't understand how to communicate their value to the client. This is Digital Marketing. Hey, it's Mark. And I don't want to be that doom and gloom guy, but I'm hoping this acts as a little bit of a wake-up call for you. Because we've been talking a lot lately about how the whole iOS thing has some advertisers flying blind. And when you sprinkle on some rising ad costs and supply chain issues, we've got a real entrepreneurial challenge ahead of us. The bad news is that a lot of businesses are going to be washed away over the coming months. But the good news is that the ones who adapt are going to come out of this even stronger. So that's why it's important to focus on what you can control. Tighten up your website, improve your CRO, collect as much first-party data as you can, and test, test, test. And if you need help with that, go to our friends at Conversion Fanatics. They're running hundreds of tests in all sorts of industries, so they know what's working now. Check the show notes for the link, or you can visit them at conversionfanatics.com. Hey everyone, this is Mark DeGrasse, the President of Digital Marketer, and this is the podcast that keeps you up to date on everything you need to know when it comes to digital marketing, from the platforms you need to be focused on to the cutting-edge tactics and tools that are working today. Today, our guest is Ali Bloyd, the owner of Ali Bloyd Media, a seven-figure per year business that helps thousands of businesses around the world. So welcome, Ali. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Excited to be here. Uh, so we talked a little bit before we got started just about how you're running a campaign, a classic campaign that incorporates Facebook and Instagram ads, and you're building up with a low ticket front end offer and then into a big ticket back end offer. And I figured today we could just talk about your funnel and why it's still working, even though Facebook is yeah. going away. Yeah, definitely. We can just start there. I know we were chatting a little bit about that before, but overall, I have spent, I guess, since about really 20 15, 2016, working with Facebook ads, and then ultimately Facebook and Instagram ads. It has been the number one ad platform for me since then. I've definitely done other things. I do other things, but it's continued to perform. And obviously, since iOS 14, people have had mixed feelings about the platform or they believe that it's not working anymore in general. But the platform still definitely working. I think like with any platform, the grass is greener where you water it. So if you are putting your time and energy and effort into continuing to learn how to evolve with these platforms, because I mean, they don't stay the same no matter what platform you're on. There are always going to be changes that you have to deal with. I think you're going to be able to still get tremendous results using Facebook and Instagram ads. The problem is most people just aren't doing them the right way. And that is where their lack of results actually come from. It's been, again, a big part of building my business in the past. It continues to be. And I'm always looking for new strategies, new ways to grow. And I decided in December of last year that I wanted to try a new approach with my campaigns. And that was doing a low ticket front end offer to a high ticket back end sale. So my group coaching program is called Local Marketing Mastery. I work with local business owners and agencies that focus on helping local business owners. And it's a 12-month mentorship. So that's been my core offer for a while. 
but I've always done gated content offers or I've done more direct offers to the program itself. I'd never done anything where I was selling a low ticket on the front end. So this was really the first time that I was implementing this for myself. And I had a couple of different ideas for approaches that I wanted to take for it. So I decided to do two separate masterclasses for $47 each. I thought both of them individually attracted different segments of the markets that I serve and would just appeal to different avatars that I have. And then I had obviously some order bumps and then some upsells, but my goal was never to make tons of money through the funnel itself. It was always to just generate more quality leads that were going to turn into those high ticket buyers. So I think like most people, when you're running gated content offers and you're going direct to a booked call afterwards, you can still have really great results, but you're going to have a mixed bag of leads. You're going to have some people who are what we would call a freebie seeker or somebody who is maybe just not as committed to solving the problem that you can potentially help them with. So my goal with these was, okay, number one, I'm going to get fewer leads. I can get thousands and thousands of leads with my gated content offers, but I know I'm going to have a lower quantity of leads, but they're going to be a higher quality of lead because they're willing to open their wallet. They're in enough pain with whatever this problem is to spend some sort of money to try and solve it. And so that just made me feel like, okay, these are going to be a different type of buyer. We're also going to have a number of leads that's more manageable even for my team to reach out to because we do reach out to people by phone as well as through email and text and automation and things like that. But we want to contact people by phone. We have we sell by having real conversations with people. And so that's always been a big part of what we do. And sometimes with the gated content offers, you just get so many that it can be hard even to keep up with them if those campaigns are really going well. So that checked a lot of the boxes for me, but I also thought it'd be awesome to really liquidate a lot of my front-end ad spend so that I could continue to spend as much as I wanted to spend if the campaigns worked well. So I landed on two separate masterclass topics. One of them is called the Local Lead Generation Masterclass. That is going to be like a six-part training on really the fundamentals of how to build and implement a a lead generation system for a local business. The other one is called the High Level Masterclass. So High Level is a program that I have used for the last three plus years. A lot of marketers might be familiar with it now. I have been really in-depth in this program for a while, and it's a big part of what I help people with. So I thought this would be awesome to attract potentially more of the marketing side that I serve. So agency owners, marketers for companies, and then obviously local business owners use the platform too. If somebody's already familiar with that platform, by the time they get to me, it's a very easy sell because I can help them in an insane number of ways if they're willing to dive into that program. So those were the two that I decided on. One of them, the Local Lead Generation Masterclass, has three different order bumps. And that could total like $194 just on the first page. And I actually get a ton of people that take all three order bumps. Then I've got an upsell for a $300 course, uh, my Facebook ads for local business course, which is normally $1,000. And so I discount it pretty significantly in that funnel only. And I get a good number of people that take me up on that as well. That has a higher front end value than the high level masterclass, mainly because I didn't add as many 
upsells or order bumps into my high level funnel. I probably have a lot of optimization that I can do on both of them. But the truth is, they've been working so well as is that it has not been a super high priority to implement some of the changes that I do plan on eventually implementing. But anyway, both of them are from day one, really. They just started producing sales at a really solid cost. And even more than that, they were producing really good leads. So there's always going to be that window of time with that type of campaign where you start getting these low ticket buyers in, you're not necessarily going to see the high ticket sale tomorrow. You have to be willing to wait for a couple of weeks to see what happens with that. And I think that's where a lot of people get it wrong. If they've tried to implement something like this in the past, they're not willing to be patient just in the first couple of weeks. So you do have to have a little bit of money that you can spend on the front end to be able to build up this list of buyers before they actually start closing. But truthfully, I feel like we closed our first high ticket sale from those campaigns, maybe like a week after I started running them. And I started running them literally like at New Year's. I think it was the day before New Year's. And so it was like a time when you wouldn't necessarily expect that a ton of people are going to be booking calls. They still do, but it's just a slightly lower volume, I feel like, usually around the holidays every year. So it started to produce high ticket sales pretty, pretty quickly. And then I've been able to run some of those exact same ads from my initial testing campaign. I'm still running them today with zero changes. So this is November, like 11 months later, these campaigns are both running really, really strong. They have produced a tremendous amount of revenue. And they have been overall of any type of campaign I've ever run, my best buyers. There are people that ascend very quickly and people who have purchased more and more from me over time, people who've sent me referrals, people who've now joined my mastermind group have come from those campaigns. So it's been a really interesting shift for me personally, given that this has been the first year I've run anything like this to see what a low ticket front end offer can really do for your high ticket back end sales if you implement this the right way. So that's amazing. Yeah, lots to unpack there. But I think the fact that it was an experiment to start was like, okay, I'm going to try this thing that everybody talks about <laughs> for 10 years and the business has always been funnels. But yeah. it's so fu- funny. I was just like, you just do the work and use the system and it starts working right away. Now, did you Absolutely. prior to doing this, did you have a lead magnet that was free? And this is the first time you did like a paid front end? Yeah. So I've had a lot of different lead magnets over the years. One of them was a VSL. One of them was a like a download resource. I've had several of those. So my Facebook ads, Ultimate Jumpstart Pack, that was one I used for a really long time. I've had a variety of others along the way. I've done five-day challenges. That was one of my first gated content offers that I've used really repeatedly over the years. It pretty much launched my coaching program in 2018 or 2019. And so I just did the things that had been working. I would do the challenges. I always felt like the live challenges performed so much better than the pre-recorded. That was the one downside of that type of offer was just having to do it. And also with having salespeople, you want them to have a consistent 
pipeline of booked calls and things like that. And so if I wasn't doing challenges every single month, I didn't want them to have any type of lull in their calendar bookings. So then I started shifting to, okay, what can I do that's a little bit more evergreen that's going to continuously provide the scheduled calls? So I would do video opt-ins quite a bit. That was a big one. And then I've just tested, like I said, a variety of other lead magnets. And then sometimes I just go direct to the offer. I build a pretty solid, warm audience. That's always been a big part of my ad strategy in general is doing content, running video ads, things that are educational and helpful so people know who I am. They know what I can help them with. And they raise their hand and say, hey, I've, I obviously have an interest in this. And so I would just do an about the program direct to the booked call. So those were the two methods or three methods that I was using prior. I had never really been big on selling like digital products in general. I'd had courses. They were never anything I focused on selling on the front end. It was more like a downsell on our sales calls if somebody wasn't a good fit for my main program or programs. And so it just, I don't know, it never really been a big focus for me. I had always thought, hey, this could be really cool. But at the end of the day, I didn't always know how it was going to turn out from the low ticket buyer to the high ticket buyer. And the high ticket buyer was always who I was much more focused on trying to acquire. So definitely have done a variety of campaign structures and offers, but this was definitely a first for me personally and something I plan on continuing to do long-term now that I've seen the results firsthand. The $47 offer, is that's a course or a class or is it just a gated video? Yeah. So one of them, the high-level masterclass, I'd actually consider it a course. I think at this point, it's like 26 videos. But it's really helping somebody to get started with the program and the platform. So, you know, I've got like an intro video that's walking them through at a high level and I actually help them. Okay. Here's how you load the snapshot that I give them when they purchase. Here's how you go through all your initial settings. Here's what they mean. So I try and insert a lot of the why into it because I think that's been a big part of what's been missing for a lot of people. I know that's a huge pain point for people who try and get on that platform is they just don't understand why they're doing certain things or why things exist. And so my goal was if I can give them this insane amount of value for a really low dollar amount, they will see me as the expert on this platform and they will come to me when they need help with it. And that's exactly what's happened there. The other one is six parts with two and a half hours in total. And so I just broke them into six different sections and I give them some free resources with each section. So that's a little bit shorter and more simple, more of a strategic approach, less of a tactical type of masterclass. So both very different work for very similar people at the end of the day. But one of them is obviously going to attract somebody who's, you know, already got some knowledge about this type of program, or we've actually, it's introduced a ton of people to the program that have never heard of it before. And that's also been really cool to see. I love your whole program, but the focus on small businesses or small local businesses, because I think for, I had an agency and so the small business owners were always like, well, I can't, I'm not actually going to get anything from online, but it sounds like you cracked the code on that. Did you, were you already helping local small business owners or was that kind of like you found there was a, a niche that people weren't focusing on? So I was actually a marketing director for some large local businesses for a good number of years before I started my company. That was really where all my experience was. I didn't have any experience with e-commerce businesses. At that time, Like I 
had never done any type of coaching or anything like that. So it was all I really knew. And I did see a lot of the challenges that they were having internally with the disconnect between the marketing and the sales side, and also the challenges of working with agencies, because for a lot of them, they were spending a lot of money outsourcing to different agencies because they didn't truly want to do the work. But at the end of the day, they weren't getting results from the agencies. And maybe they would get some results, but that money that they were spending every single month, in reality, it would have been much better spent going directly into their ads because they didn't have an unlimited budget. And so they were spending like half of their budget every month on the agency. And a lot of times they wanted to do it internally, maybe not the owner themselves. Like they had somebody in the office that could do it or was interested in learning how to do it, but they just had no idea how to make these strategies applied to a business like theirs. So when I was a marketing director, a digital marketer was like a huge part of my learning and my growth over the years. And really for me, it was, okay, how do I take this knowledge that is in general designed a little bit more for the online business? How do I apply it to this business that I'm doing the marketing for right now. And so it it was always just a, a constant challenge of, of saying, this is what's traditionally done, but what are just the small changes that I need to make as a marketing director to make this work for this business? And so I got pretty obsessed with just trying to create these systems that business could use. And I got amazing results for them. I always knew I wanted to start a business. So eventually I did. And I wasn't about to start working with people that I had no idea what the business model was or how to do the marketing for them. So I did start off primarily in the agency space. And then just over the years, I started to see more and more the need for people who either did not have the budget to spend a couple thousand dollars every month on agency, but they really needed help. They maybe had somebody that could learn, but they had nobody really to teach them. So I decided to launch the group coaching program. And that has been a really great success. And now it is the core of what I do. I have other offerings, but that is the primary thing that I focus on. I have a couple of agency clients still, but it's not something that I try and get anymore. And it's I'm pretty particular about who I work with in that way at this point. So yeah, it was just something I'd always had a passion for and something that my experience had just led me there. And the more I got into the marketing space as a business owner, I did see pretty clearly that there was a void in terms of helping the actual local business owner figure out how to make this work for themselves. There was definitely plenty of agencies that worked with local businesses, But even those agencies, they were only focused really on that front end piece. They didn't typically have a lot of experience working in those businesses. So they didn't understand that, okay, it's not just a question of getting leads. It's a question of getting those leads to do something afterwards to actually schedule that design appointment. Because I was working with a large home renovation and design company. So my goal was always generating appointments. That was my focus. And I didn't care how many leads I got if those leads never turned into sales. So it was really the mix of being able to say, okay, what's missing on the agency side? I want to be focused not just on the front end lead gen, but I want to actually help them on the conversion side as well. 
But also those businesses that either don't have the budget or maybe they do have the budget, but they've not actually found good success working with agencies. And they say, nobody's going to care about my business like I do. Let's at least hire some people internally to do this. But even if they hire somebody internally, very few people know how to effectively do digital marketing, even if they're being hired into a marketing position. So I ended up working with a lot of the marketing directors of these different companies, or maybe it was like the person who was handling the organic social media who wanted to really learn how to do paid ads. And then sometimes it was the owners themselves, but it's definitely been just a kind of a unique little space I've carved out for myself. And it's been interesting because most people say, oh, everybody, they start out in local and then they go and do something else. Like they end up transitioning to e-commerce or something like that. And I just haven't done that. I've, I do help other types of businesses at this point, mainly people who want to do coaching or info products because it's what I do. So it's been a natural transition there. Still don't really mess with e-commerce in general. It's still <laughs> a totally different world for me. <laughs> but yeah, I've just tried to stay pretty true to my roots and my experience. And it's paid off in the long run for sure. That's amazing. I think it's genius focusing on local small businesses because there's so many of them and a lot of them don't have websites. (laughs) Like there's still small businesses everywhere. They're literally doing postcards and maybe a billboard or a local newsletter. That's like the the default. And there's so much opportunity online because everybody's online, of course. But for the local space, so many agencies just write it off. Oh, I can't get them results because the the area is so small and I need a bigger area to focus on. But Your experience is just so typical in terms of these ag- like these small businesses just filtering through agencies because the agency, they probably skip around. They're probably like, oh, I went to this conference and they said we need to do short form videos in the TNC. <laughs> and so I'm doing short form videos, <laughs> but it's not doing anything for me. It's like, yeah, you don't have a system. Like you're sending people to a building is what you're doing if you don't have the system set up and the education materials and just content in general. So I think that approach is genius. And like the small business owner, say like nobody cares about their business like they do and so you're never going to get the result you want unless you hire a really expensive agency who then you're paying for that attention or you educate Mm -hmm. yourself to manage the process and then at that point i'm sure you tell your clients this then you could effectively hire an agency so you're probably helping absolutely you're helping the whole marketing industry just by helping these you know, people within the companies become heads of marketing. And then now they could go ahead and manage an effective process. But yeah, that's uh, kudos to you because I think that's a perfect niche and something that even though we're talking about it right now and it might be downloaded thousands of times, nobody's going to do. <laughs> so you, you probably have a solid... It's not easy. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's definitely not easy. And I think because in a couple of ways, you really are educating people from the ground up in a lot of cases. Some of my clients and students have more knowledge than others on digital marketing, but a lot of them are really pretty green. And so you have to get used to being able to show people the big picture, but kind of start from square one and then try and advance them pretty quickly. So that's been one reason I've loved high level so much. I was doing my program before I really made high level a huge part of my business, but the ability for me to build out these snapshots for my clients, like I have so many different ones for so many different industries, so many different strategies where the funnels are in there, the automations are in there, the campaigns are in there, the calendars and the pipeline structure and everything's in there. So it becomes 
just a huge weight off their shoulders if they can say, okay, I don't have to build every single part and piece of this. I can take something that's already been created with a lot of intention, and now I can just edit it to fit my business and my offer. So it it definitely has been just a a learning experience in terms of how to best support all of my different clients in so many different industries and so many different levels of experience. But you're exactly right. I give referrals to a lot of my students that are the agency students in the program. So I'm able to connect my agency students with my local business students because there are a lot of things that they don't want to do themselves or that they know they need help with it, but they have no idea where to find somebody who can actually help them. So it it ends up being super easy because the marketers that are in the program, they are learning the same things and the same strategies and the same systems. So they're already on the same page. And then those local businesses know that if the agency gets stumped with anything, they can hop on the calls and I help them and I talk them through it. And so they are able to get a lot of high-level attention as long as they're willing to ask for it. And then I also do have packages where we'll do a complete build out for some of these clients. So a lot of my mentorship students on the local business side, some of them will upgrade to that. Like they'll stay in the coaching program for the the learning elements of it, but they'll say, okay, I love this strategy, but can I hire you to just build out everything? And then we pass it over to them. And then we're really teaching them less about building it out and more about how to manage it on an ongoing basis. So it's like this hybrid that has worked really well. And then they feel a lot more in control to at least have somebody internally manage that for them or externally, but they know it's an asset that they control. And that was the other big issue that I was seeing is these companies were spending thousands and thousands of dollars a month in some cases, and maybe they got results, but at whatever point that the relationship ended, they had nothing. They didn't have, none of those assets were theirs. They were just renting them. So they were starting from square one. And so that's part of the the desire for a lot of my local business students is I want something that my company controls that other marketers or agencies can use, but we know that it's been set up the right way. We know that it's got a strategy behind it. We know that everything has been tested. And so I may not know every single part and piece about it, but I would know if something wasn't working and I'd be able to identify that sooner rather than later instead of letting somebody pass the buck down the road a couple of months, which does tend to happen sometimes. If there's a problem, it just doesn't get addressed for a long time. And at that point, you've spent $10,000, $20,000. And that money could have been either better utilized, or you could have taken that money and hired it out to either build a system that you own or found somebody that could actually produce better results for you. Definitely a little bit different than the traditional agency model, but it's been working great for me. And Ultimately, these strategies have been able to acquire local business clients and agency clients pretty simultaneously, which I also think is interesting point because I don't have a ton of ads that are focused on agencies. Like my copy and my messaging is not super directed at the agency owner, but it's still appeals to them just as much because I think in so many ways they're stressed because they're struggling to get results for a lot of their clients and they know that their clients aren't going to stay with them if they can't get them results. 
And so this gives them a lot of empowerment to just keep their existing clients, but charge more money in the future, get more testimonials, get better case studies, and ultimately grow their business. So it's been awesome. I love what I do. And I'm just happy I get to work with both sides of the industry in a way that kind of makes me like this weird little middleman, but it's a ton of fun. I think that's incredible because you're really helping both sides. And I think the misconception about marketing agencies is that they're trying to rip people off. You know, there there yeah. are some, but there's always bad apples in every industry. But the majority of marketers mm-hmm. want to help and they're doing the thing that they Absolutely. know how to do. And they are just as frustrated as the small business owner that they're not getting results because they're really not doing the whole system. They're doing SEO or they're doing even paid ads. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have the system set up, then none of that matters. It's needing to fill a bathtub and all you have is like a shot glass or something like, oh, we'll do this SEO <laughs> and then we'll do some social media. 100%. And, then we'll do, and then everybody loses. And so they lose the client, mm-hmm. client wastes money and is upset and angry mm-hmm. at marketers. And then, But I don't think there's a way, I think your approach is probably the best case scenario, which is educating the small business owner about what marketing is and what digital marketing is specifically. And then them being able to build a relationship with good marketers who just want to do their jobs and want to get results for you. They want case studies. They want testimonials. They want more money. That's uh, Absolutely. If you're still using legacy cloud storage like Dropbox or Google Drive or expensive, unintuitive digital asset management tools to store your images and videos, listen up. While those are fine for teams who just need to store docs and sheets, they are terribly inefficient for marketing teams needing to organize, share, and collaborate on visual assets. Air's intuitive UI is purpose-built for visual assets. Automatic content tagging and powerful filters mean you don't even have to remember folder or file names. As long as you know what's in an image, you can find it in seconds. Modern marketing teams, including those at Google, Sweetgreen, The Infatuation, and Pattern have saved up to 10 hours per person per week by switching to Air. Air is the leading platform for marketing teams to manage and automate their creative operations. Learn more at air.inc slash digital marketer. That's A-I-R dot I-N-C slash digital marketer. That's fantastic. Well, if you don't mind me asking, and feel free to say no. But a lot of the higher level, the high ticket offers that you have on the back end, could you give us a range of just what is that type of client worth or for the audience? Yeah, for sure. So for my group coaching program, depending on the payment option, it varies a little bit, but average $8,000 for the year. And then the mastermind is $2,500 a month. Some people like I just started my first round of mastermind. I had multiple students from the group coaching program move up to the mastermind. And then I have people that will stay multiple years. So customer value is a little bit different, but in general, like a sale on the back end is worth around eight grand. And then referrals, people who re-enroll, things like that, it can be a lot higher. That seems like a good deal. And for listeners who say, oh, that's so much money, you have to think in terms of results. Because if you're giving them any information that leads to any increase in exposure to leads and sales, then that's pretty trivial, especially to a business that might be doing offline a million dollars or $25 million or $100 million and hasn't done anything online. That's a drop in the bucket for getting the information that'll help them make big decisions. For sure. And that is where I really try and make sure that it's clear. Like we're not, I don't focus on organic very much. Like it's a part of the program because obviously people are going to continue to do organic, but everything that we do is focused on leads, converting 
to sales. And it's very data-driven. So being able to empower them with those numbers from day one is huge because it's so surprising how many pretty large, as like you said, you can be an offline business, you're doing $25 million a year. A lot of them don't know any of their KPIs. A lot of them, they, none of their numbers have ever really been a big focus in terms of the marketing and sales side. Like obviously they they probably have a lot of numbers on the back end that they're paying attention to, but they don't know what their conversion rates are from a lead to a booking, a booking to a sale. They don't know what their customer lifetime value is. A lot of times they're not even looking at their customer lifetime value at all. So like a chiropractor, for instance, there's such a mentality of these like lower ticket recurring revenue businesses that they need to be making their profit on the first sale mm. to a client <laughs> when their money is made every week or every month for years in the future. And also most of them get several referrals per client over the course of that client lifetime. And so if they're not really factoring that in, they're actually looking at their marketing the entirely wrong way. And it skews their perception of what's working and what's not. Sometimes they could actually be getting good results already, at least in certain areas. Like maybe their cost per lead is not so great. But when it comes to actually the value of the clients they're converting, like it's not bad and we just need to work to improve it. But because they don't see the big picture, they're not running things that could be growing their business. And then it also hurts marketers because a lot of marketers are actually not very educated on those things either. And they definitely don't educate their clients on those things in the beginning of the relationship. And so you've got a business that doesn't actually understand what it needs to be looking for. And you've got a marketing company that doesn't understand how to communicate their value to the client. And so it's just this mismatch and everybody ends up focusing on cost per lead. And that's all they're ever, it's all they're ever worried about when ultimately cost per lead can be one of the most insignificant things in a lot of ways. I don't care how much I pay for a lead if my cost per scheduled call is good. And if my cost per scheduled call is converting at a, a solid percentage into a sale and my customer lifetime value is good. So really just trying to clarify a lot of the financial pieces and those benchmarks that they need to be looking at has been really important. But once once they open their eyes to that, they're like, whoa, it doesn't take me very many clients to make all my money back and then some pretty quickly. And so it doesn't really become much of a hard sell. So I think part of it is just being able to position it. But truthfully, like I look at I look at what some other businesses are charging for a lot less. And I'm like, man, I'm probably undercharging quite a bit. But at the same time, I want to make it something that like these local business owners don't have to think too hard about and that will provide way more value in the long run, because obviously that's how you're going to produce happy customers. But no, it's been a good model for me so far. And definitely a lot of things I hope to change and add on and do in the future, but definitely been something that I never expected to get into, but I'm so thankful that I did. Wow. I think you're doing an amazing job. And just touch on the, the point you made about the chiropractor who has his view of marketing is just completely backwards. You'll have somebody who has yeah. their average client value maybe 5000 a year. And instead of focusing on that person, they'll focus on Instagram posts that got 200 likes or something. <laughs> like, yeah, what are you absolutely. talking about? <laughs> 
but that's what they think digital marketing is. Digital marketing is exposure and awareness or engagement even, and it's not. It's conversion. And Absolutely. that's basically it. Conversion, lifetime. That's what you got to focus on. I think you're doing amazing. I think that your approach is great. Well, I think you. your niche is fantastic. And I think you really have beat on really healing the relationship between the marketers and the small business owners through an educational focus, which of course is what we do here at Digital Marketer. So we're on board with everything Absolutely. you're doing, Eth. I think you're doing great. Thank you. And obviously, I'm a huge fan of the whole DM team. Like I said, it's been something that's contributed so much to my knowledge and my growth over the years. So I cannot give you enough props for that because you guys are, you're definitely doing things that other companies just aren't doing. Yeah, thank you. We try. And, you know, we have people like you to help us keep people up to date because we don't do marketing other than our own. And we have to rely on you. What are people talking about right now? Uh, Thank you so much. And thank you for coming on the show. Where can people find out more about you and your business and your coaching and all the things? Yeah. So if they want to check out my website, they can just go to allybloyd.com. That's A-L-I-E-B as in boy, L-O-Y-D.com. I also have the Marketing Inc. podcast. They can check that out for sure. And just connect with me on social. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn occasionally. So definitely reach out. Let me know if you have questions. I'd love to help. Well, thank you so much, Allie, for coming on the show. I think a very informative and a great message. I think that's what we're all about at the end of the day is educating people, helping them get results and stop yelling at marketers, which is very nice. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to hit that follow button so you get notified when all of our new episodes release. Please share this with that friend who is clueless about digital marketing. And don't forget to visit digitalmarket.com where you can access all of our courses, certifications, and training programs. Thanks again, everyone. And we'll see you next time. This is Digital Marketing. Get ready for the two easiest ways for you to generate product photos for your e-commerce store. I'm Lauren Petrullo, founder and CEO of Mongoose Media and Digital Marketer Academy faculty member. I've managed over 50,000 SKUs for over 100 different e-commerce sites, and I cannot tell you the importance of quality product photos. Not only are they important for your website, but they're great to be repurposed in your email marketing campaigns, your paid ad initiatives, and your organic social media content. It's imperative that you have great photos because great photos sell your products and start conversations with your consumers. There are two great solutions when seeking out quality product photos for your e-commerce site. One, UGC. We know that native user-generated content wins all day on social. When you can get your customers to share back their use of your products in their voice, in their personal applications, you will see dividends when that is repurposed in your paid ads and organic social feeds. Secondly, don't have customers or UGC yet? Not a problem. There are cost-effective solutions in which you can outsource that photography. This and so much more is covered in my modules in our e-commerce cert with Digital Marketer.